0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Wizards have won three straight after last night's victory as seven-point dogs on the road at the Mavericks. They have the Pelicans on Saturday night. Before that, a date tomorrow in Houston against the Rockets. Now, the Rockets are horrendous, I will say. They're 11-36. and 36, But I do feel like the Rockets have been playing decently over the last couple days. And normally I don't keep up with the Rockets, except that Ryan, I think, has bet against them multiple times in the last few days as we're now tracking Ryan's basketball picks because he told us we are he, indeed. he never misses in the NBA. And the Rockets have screwed him a couple times, I think.
1: They beat Minnesota? On Monday. By five points. They've been in a lot of these games recently.
2: On on Saturday night, they hung with the Wolves. They were Uh like 11-point dogs, and they they finished within nine. They've been a little bit frisky here lately. They only lost by five on the Wednesday before that. So they've been playing better basketball. Wizards better bring maybe not their A game. Maybe their B game. Like a
1: B-minus game. Maybe like even a C-plus game (laughs) might get it done. I don't know if you show up and use all the right jerseys. Did
2: you see all the John Wall comments about the Wizards lately? I guess he was on a podcast or something. He had things to say about Bradley Beal and Tommy Shepard and the organization, and he felt like people were not being authentic to him. Mm. Sounds like uh, just, you know, bad relationship went bad, spoiled, and now he, he's got some sour grapes about it, but yeah, he, he, you know, went it wasn't from, cool to hear. I like John Wall.
1: Yeah, me too, I, and I still do. He's done so much positive. It Sounds like, I mean, I haven't heard the comments yet, so I should probably refrain from speaking out of school
2: no, no no give your opinion on the but comments. here's
1: my informed opinion yeah and again i have i'm not relating to those specifically but it went from to me as an outside observer a guy that was the chosen one a guy that was we're building this thing around you and then that was removed from him right whether it was ceremonious or otherwise whether it was injury related or otherwise and that probably led to some upset feelings
2: one would say uh, i think what you said was reasonable with or without having heard the mm-hmm. comments that is my favorite thing in the world, though, is someone going. Let me give my take. Now I haven't heard this yet. I don't know what he was trying to say. Yeah, but here's here's the here's the straight deal. I haven't heard nothing. <laughs> but here's the real uh, scoop. All right, so you have the letter in front of you, I believe. Yeah, that was sent out. This is a school in Fairfax County that has gotten rid of recess sports, the ability for kids to compete against one another in sports at recess. You've got the letter. Let's hear it.
1: Yesterday. School made the decision to adjust the allowable activities for students during their scheduled recess. The school will, for the foreseeable future, no longer allow students to play competitive, team based contact or semi contact sports. It is my belief that above all else, recess needs to first and foremost be safe. In recreational settings, these team versus team sports require a referee. There are coaches and often participants wear specialized clothing or protective equipment. The decision was made to ensure student safety as there have been avoidable injuries and spirited play has resulted in altercations impacting the school day. I know this decision will be met with mixed feelings. Please know that students will still be able to toss the football. They will be able to shoot hoops and play with the soccer ball. Recess will still be fun, exclamation point. If you have any questions or concerns, please contact me at, and then it
2: gives the uh, message or the uh, the email address for the principal of the school. Competitive team-based contact or semi-contact sports, I would imagine include soccer. Yes. Which I remember playing soccer at recess every day in Uh elementary school. Basketball. Now, you wouldn't often run full court. We did have an outdoor court for recess purposes. I would say it was more like half-court ball on either side of the 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 court. You would go like two-on-two two or three-on-three three because there would be a couple classes. Maybe the whole grade was out there at one time. You might have to play three-on-three three and rotate or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was competitive, and it was fun. And then, obviously, any kind of football. I mean, God forbid, if we're using the term contact or semi-contact, football is... The devil, right? That's got to be gone. (laughs) Now, I will say that I don't remember being allowed to play tackle. Like We would always do it and get yelled at and told to stop and then have to play two-hand touch. And we played two-hand touch football at recess a lot. But we would always kind of start playing tackle until someone said, hey, don't do that. Someone's going to get hurt. And I certainly understand that. Kids, recess, elementary school, tackling each other. You're asking for problems.
1: Yeah, the 12-year-old with the mustache all of a sudden going up against the 10-year-old. It's not great.
2: This school is in Fairfax. In Fairfax County, yes. Elementary school, Mantua Mm -hmm. Elementary, I believe. Uh Do we know why they're doing this? Did, Did they give a reason as to what led to this, or is this just a decision they made after... Great consideration. So this
1: is not out of the blue. So through some youth sports activities and some parents, I I was able to get the skinny. Now keep in mind this is second hand, third hand, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we don't need to
2: out anyone. We don't need to throw any kids under the bus,
1: right? So let me tell you about this one. No, so the the deal was there was uh, a a game or routinely for these fifth, sixth, seventh graders, kind of at at this at the school, I guess up to sixth grade because it's an elementary school, where the games are getting pretty heated. Right, These kids are starting to get a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, and it's kind of away from the playground. It's away from the area that's normally the recess.
2: What grade does this go to? Sixth grade. K through six. Yes. And presumably six is is having recess with six.
1: Yeah. So sixth graders, and I think some, maybe fifth and sixth at the same time. I'm okay. not sure exactly the protocol. But that off, would be
2: ages with. just for the sake of people who don't have kids listening and or people who haven't had Twelve, kids in school 12, 13. For a while. Oh, it's that old. Yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking I was in fifth grade at 10 years old that wrong
1: yeah 10 and 11 okay you know sixth graders you know 11 12 13 it all
2: depends 13 is older 13 Uh, would be older yeah Yeah. i'm gonna say it's 10 and 11
1: but all right continue so uh yeah so there was there have been a number of these games where it's like that you know teachers people are sort of monitoring recess trying to keep track of dozens and dozens of kids kind of can't get over there and referee and slow everybody down etc well there was one really bad incident apparently where it's not just a foot a football injury or a sports injury anymore. it was a fight of some sort and kids get into a fight. Kids get into a fight it and happens it was at school sometimes. and it was it was very bad, apparently okay. okay. So that's what sort of spawned this. Now there's a follow-up message that hasn't gotten as much publicity but that exists as well. So if the hey, we're doing this, if you have any questions or comments, well, you'd be surprised, but people had some questions and comments. Strange. So there's a, there's, I don't want to say it's a clarification, but it's just more of a follow up. Um, just a, a quick snippet from it. The immediate decision to suspend contact sports was made with student safety at its center. Among the many talents our students possess, we have great athletes. Recent weeks and months, several instances of spirit of competition have given rise to increasing conflict, injury, and poor sportsmanship. As a staff, we've addressed those by supporting individuals and groups of students. Unfortunately, instances have continued across grade levels in student groups. I recognize that there are steps I could have taken with you as I have in other situations to build a common awareness of the safety concerns. Basically, the point is... I know that sounded drastic to a lot of you. You haven't heard any word about this. And all of a sudden, it's like, your kid can't play soccer. Your kid can't play two-on-two, right? So the point is, we get it, and we should have communicated this better. The uh, the going forward, they're like, we we basically need to pause this. We'll figure out best practices. But right now, we need to kind of hold off and, and figure out what we're going to do. That was the, the crux of the follow-up so,
2: so I have so many thoughts and questions, and I'm sure you do as well. But my first thought was, and, and I was texting with friends about this, in my – group text chat where we just kind of send things and and have thoughts and takeaways and Mm -hmm. comments. I couldn't believe that I heard from people right away Yeah, that this is not like my thought was, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard to get rid of competitive athletics at recess, which is, and this is not just a, in my day, we did it this way thing, but what is recess, Mm -hmm. right? Right. It's okay. They can still play horse. You know, it's okay. They could still kick the soccer ball into the goal on a penalty kick as long as there's no goalie there who's trying to stop them. Very odd to me that we are taking away the competitive nature of of recess, which was a benefit and a good thing, I think, for people that participated. Rather than, I don't know, incorporating more teachers or having people that are monitoring this better. If there's a fight, let's. Not have fights. Mm -hmm. Let's find a way to stop fights. Let's have people out at recess to make sure people aren't fighting rather than just saying, okay, something happened. Now we're just taking sports away from everyone. But I thought this was a one-off. It's like, oh, this school way overstepped its bounds and shouldn't have done this. This is pretty outrageous. In my little collection of people that I was sharing this with and bouncing ideas off of and, and thoughts to try to get a more informed opinion, I was stunned to find out. Yeah. That there are apparently lots of schools where they've gotten rid of competitive athletics, if we want to call it that. I would just say playing sports at recess.
1: Precisely. And and that was a similar, and this is anecdotal, but this is me talking to other parents um, at you know our, kid's, like our nine-year-old sporting event, right? Where it's like, yeah, this is the same thing at my daughter's school, the same thing at my oldest son's school, or my youngest son goes here. And it's now increasingly commonplace. The reality is, and it's going to sound like I'm in favor of this for a second keep in mind that I am not. I think I think we have to stop everything until we can figure out how to reinstate this. I don't think anybody does anything else until we figure this out. So keep that in mind as I get ready to go forward. The central issue is they can't control it. Talking about uh, the folks from the school, right? They don't feel like they've got the supervision. They don't feel like they can ensure safety. And then if something bad happens, then, you know, all hell breaks loose and we're in the era of the lawsuit and, you know, every parent feels aggrieved and you know, my, my kid came home and his team came in second at recess, so now I'm upset. We have to have more of this, more of that. All this kind of stuff is is happening. But at the center of it is they don't think they can properly supervise and maintain the necessary order to allow for safe play in in this in this kind of a sport environment. That's how they feel. I'm with you in the sense that whatever we have to do to allow the kids to. Be kids Be kids is so unbelievably essential. It's, like, to me, the whole reason, like, my oldest son is not, doesn't really care about sports very much at all. Won't sit down and watch sports with me. Isn't really a a sports fan. Likes it, fine. But the reason we're doing it is not because he's going D1. We're not doing it because I'm waiting on that scholarship where he's going pro. We do it because it's, frankly, more valuable than, you know, uh, I before E except after C. It's more valuable than... Uh, the spelling test, or it's more valuable than learning your multiplication tables, with all due respect. You learn to lose, you learn adversity, you learn camaraderie, you learn teamwork, you learn sportsmanship, you learn success, how to deal with that, how to fail, how to deal with that. The whole point of this thing that we're doing, where your heart keeps beating, is you get punched in the face sometimes, figuratively and literally. That's life. What you do after that is what life is. Ta da, sports. That's the thing. Do that, fix that, bring me that. Whatever we got to do, you want to call me, we're having recess at 10 o'clock in the morning. Can you be there to stand there to make sure nobody punches the other kid? Fine. I'll volunteer.
2: It's that important. So you might be able to. Obviously, most parents can't can't, show up and, and watch recess. But if we have a problem from a staffing standpoint, then let's try to address that. And if this is momentary in the short term that you can't have recess, if it's a means to an end that you're saying, hey, we're going to hire people to just come stand here and watch your kids at recess, then you got to figure that out, too. Mm-hmm. But that in and of itself is a massive problem. Like I was talking to one of my buddies who's a substitute teacher, and he said he couldn't believe he was a sub for the first time a couple years ago, and he was out at recess. And he said, basically, that like, the teachers just, it was their time yeah. to get a little bit of a break. And so it was hard to get people to go out to recess. And I understand that totally. You're
1: well-deserved, man.
2: Well-deserved. That job, like, I can't even... Having two kids now, I can't even fathom what teachers' Mm -hmm. stress levels are and all that. Oh, yeah. But there's got to be a way to figure out to have... Maybe it's non-teachers. Maybe it's people that you hire from a babysitting service. I don't know. To get out there so that kids can play a three-on-three basketball game. There's just got to be a way. And apparently at the school where he was substitute teaching they had a similar issue where kids would get into arguments or they you know they'd be playing sports and someone would get hurt and it became a problem to the point where they did the same thing i don't know if it's permanent or not but this is one of the times where i heard they're not playing sports at that school possibly either mm-hmm. now at recess the idea to me that the fix is going to be that just kids aren't playing sports at recess that's a bad solution I don't have all the answers. We have a platform to ask for suggestions, I suppose. My, my bigger curiosity is where your kids go to school. Are they still allowed to play sports at recess? Because I am now curious as to how prevalent is this after my little situ, you know, experience of finding out from three or four people. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty common, man. Kids can't play basketball at recess anymore. They're just, you know, they, they, they can play them.
1: knockout or they can play horse right. or something. Yeah,
2: they can't play three on three.
1: So I, I, I basically, I, I it sounds in theory like this solves something. So I want you to picture if, if these games, it, you know, of of I'm just saying it's football. Who knows if it's if it's violent soccer or you know, you can whatever. just call it soccer. Someone yeah, whatever, whatever it is, right? An arm, whatever yeah. violent sports happening. So you take the sport away from them. Are they playing like calm tag now, or are they going to play some other kind of game that escalates in, into something? Right? You know what I mean? Like if they're not playing a sport with a ball.
2: Playing turns the shoving. Yeah,
1: yeah. so, we're, so we're, we've solved arguments? Like, I'm sorry, that, that that that's not the fix that you think it is, in my well, humble opinion.
2: I mean, how how much of a, of a straw man bit do you really want to do here? How many kids are just staying in at recess, and, and is there a video game room they can hang out in? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, no. yeah. you have young kids. Right. Like, does your kid play a lot of video games? Which one? And yes. <laughs> my nephew grinds video games for hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours. When I was his age, again, we sound so old doing this, and I'm that guy now, but like, we would just be outside. And my parents used to act like we were inside too much playing video games, because we played some of those too. But we would just be playing Capture the Flag, or we'd be playing Kick the Can, or, or whatever the game was in the neighborhood, kickball at the court, or whatever. It doesn't seem like that happens anywhere anymore. Just plays video games for hours and hours. There's no games being played. But I do wonder from a recess standpoint, I'm not doing a bit, I'm actually asking a question. Mm-hmm. There's gotta be schools, I would bet, where you can go to like a lab and just play games, esports or Madden or something. Instead of like that's your recess instead of going out and playing football.
1: I would doubt that most elementary schools, maybe like a couple of the specialized schools for you know science and technological type places. I mean, I'm talking out of my talk. maybe like Thomas Jefferson, you know, like the School for Science Geniuses, maybe they might have that where it's like instead of recess, you can do advanced Aeronautic engineering and, like, figuring how to launch rockets or something,
2: you know? But, dude, I... I, But are we headed there? I don't know. If if we're going to take playing sports away, are we going to just... We'll just stay inside today, you know, and we'll just... If that's too much, what are we doing? Johnny brought his Xbox. Who wants to hop on a Madden tourney for the next 45 minutes? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think that... Like every other parent, I would be livid if my kid got hurt at recess. That's part of it. Yeah. like Your kid could get hurt at any point.
1: I mean, and listen, I my, at my our old school, when we were still living in the district, a huge thing at my son's elementary school, the biggest, and it, every day I would think about it and I would start, you know, hyperventilating. These kids, especially the boys, love to walk up the slide. You're like, so what? you know a recess where hundreds of kids are playing and yelling and right. screaming and the 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 the, t- the number of near misses that i witnessed in in a number of years probably x times a trillion when kids are walking up the slide somebody barrels down knocks them off that's broken arms that's concussions that's legs i would like hyperventilate thinking about my guy going up the walking up the slide and they finally had to ban that that makes sense to me by the way cuz you're not supposed to go up the slide nobody banned nobody banned uh, the kickball Nobody banned playing uh, table tennis. You know what I mean? Like,
2: walking up a slide is dangerous. Playing, kicking the soccer ball is fine. I got a tweet here from uh, DC Sports who says, here's the problem regarding kids at recess. They cannot handle winning and losing. They argue and they fight. We literally can't keep score in PE class because it creates problems in the locker room all day. Says he teaches 6th to 8th grade PE, Prince William County. So he's saying they stopped keeping score at you know their gym class stuff. Yep. The answer can't be to stop trying to educate and show how it's done. Then.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm not saying it's easy. That's hard. I, I I agree. It's really hard. But if we're saying, yeah, man, kids, they just in your day you lost and it was fine, but now these kids they can't lose, they just fight each other. Then we need to find a way to edge. I don't. Then hire more. We need to hire enough people that. We are making sure no one's fighting, and we're educating them that this—it's okay to lose. I don't know how to do that. I don't have all the answers, but I promise you that not having them face the situation is not it. That—that's not good either. So later in their life, what happens when that? Now they're competing, and they lose. They're just going to be better at it later. I don't—I don't think that's the case. Now's the time to learn. What about something actually important in life doesn't go their way? You know, does this feed into? Now we're getting into bigger picture thinking. But as someone who deals with anxiety, right? I'm medicated. I talk about that from time to time. I take medicine every day for anxiety. I haven't had a problem in years because of the medicine. But like there's a huge mental health thing going on where we're more we acknowledge more what's going on. Like I just wonder how much are we doing to help people better understand how they're feeling and coping with it rather than just like, "All right, let's not deal with this. Let's just put the, let's not have them worry about that." Cuz at some point those feelings get to the top and bubble over, right? Mhm. And this feels like a time where we're just saying, shove everything in the closet and close the door. The house is clean. I don't know. Maybe I'm conflating too many things. But it just seems crazy to me that the answer to having issues with students at recess is you can't play sports at recess anymore. What is recess, man? (laughs) What is the point of recess? Uh You can uh, give us a shout. We're going to take your calls on this next. Everyone uh, on this topic you know, in some ways can be an expert, right? If you have kids or you don't, or you experienced recess or you're a teacher. So uh, hopefully we get some good feedback on this. 800-636-1067. Grant and Danny on the fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by
0: Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
2: There's an elementary school in Fairfax that sent a letter home to parents last week after some type of altercation or fight that kids would no longer be allowed to compete in sports at recess. And it came to my attention when I was discussing this with people that this is apparently a thing at a lot more schools than just that. We are getting your thoughts on that. 800-636-1067. It would seem that was a pretty critical element of Not only the the schooling process, getting to go to recess and go play sports, but also developmentally, it was beneficial. You know, some people might roll their eyes. I I would take issue with that. I mean, that that was part of the day that helped kids develop and become better functioning members of society. Learning how to get out there and get beaten, as I said. Nico Nico was going to beat me in basketball, man. I just had to wear that and, and see him later at class, you know? Let's go to the phones 800 636 1067. We'll start with Chris in D.C. Hey, Chris. What's up, Chris?
4: How you doing, guys? I'm hey, taking my call. So, um, I just I got, I got a feel for the school a little bit that we all just watched uh, professional athletes die on the field for a few minutes. So I just wanted to mention that and uh, thought, uh, hear what you guys had to say, maybe think that has some influence on the decision by the school.
2: I doubt it. I mean, this is apparently happening at a lot of schools well before what happened to DeMar Hamlin, and it's not like they're getting rid of tackle football. I don't think tackle football is a, a big part of recess in a lot of places. We're talking about basketball, soccer, any other game where you're basically competing with score, with any kind of score being kept.
1: Yeah, so this was less a, as I understand it, from uh, speaking to some of the parents, this is less a, we're worried about sports injuries more so than we're worried about these things leading to fights these things leading to you know moments of rub it in some other kid's face and bad sportsmanship and some of the terrible moments and those sorts of things less so than the, the the one in a trillion sort of freak incident, right? Let's go to Jared in
2: Gaithersburg on the fan. Hey, Jared.
3: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. This is a good topic. Um, I'm a middle school PE teacher, so feel free to ask any follow-up questions. But the way I see it is there's three big things here. The first one is, and I've been doing this for 15 years. The kids don't know how to resolve conflicts anymore. Not saying they were ever great at it, but ever since the shutdown happened and they've been out of school for a year and a half, it's much worse than it was. Such a good point. The second, the second thing is that no matter what we do as a school, we're in the wrong. We take sports away. Oh, the school was wrong for that. We shut down a bathroom because the kids are smoking in there and throwing paper towels in the toilet and breaking things and putting graffitis up. How dare they shut down the bathroom? Anything we do is wrong in the, in the public eye, so it just doesn't matter. And the third thing I want to say is this, this hire more people to supervise. It doesn't exist. There's people we try. We try to hire people. We try to get volunteers. No one wants to volunteer. We beg for everything to get volunteers. We can barely get parents to email back after we make emails home. It's it's a super frustrating job right now.
2: I, so Appreciate that, you, bro. that all makes sense yeah. to me. I mean, honestly, I, you know better than I do, and, and I would just hearing it say that all checks out. My question to you is, and you kind of went into this, your perception of 15 years of doing it is that 10 or 12 years ago, kids were better at conflict resolution, Yes. To a point, yes. And and why why has it gotten worse, I guess, is my question. And in what ways do you notice that?
3: I, I, I don't want to be inconsiderate here or be insensitive, but I think we coddle kids a lot more at home and in all aspects of life. Therefore, they don't need to overcome adversity. They are less interacting with other kids to learn those skills. And you're absolutely right. Sports is how I learned it. Sports is how... A lot of us earned it, and we've seen less and less kids playing sports. I mean, I remember a topic you all did a couple falls ago where high school high schools were dropping their football team because they didn't have enough kids to fill it out. Yeah, And I think that's another big part of the reason. Too.
2: In this area, too. Thank you for Love your Love the phone call.
1: Yeah, I think it's 100% on point. The And I'm guilty of this, just like the rest of us. What became normal as parents has kind of moved as as the times have gone on. I mean, think about it. I know this is what we all do, but back in my day, but as you said it, In the summertime, you go outside, you come home when it's dark. It's time for dinner. Maybe you stop by for lunch or something like that. I would never let my kid do that now. Why? What's changed? What's different? Nothing. Nothing's changed. You live in a nice neighborhood. You pay the money to live there. You should be able to walk to the neighbors' houses. You can walk to the park eh, and do whatever.
2: It feels like some things have, but changed. it
1: feels like that. But what has statistically nothing's changed. It's the same environments. If, if anything, there's probably more dangerous then because there's no cell phones, no way to keep in touch with anybody. But it's just what what happens. So we we fight so many more battles for our kids than we ever used to to protect them to try to prevent some of those terrible tantrums and crying and the and the
2: bad feelings. But some of that's needed. I think sports delivers it. Let's go to Greg in Springfield, who's on Grant and Danny. Greg, there's a school here locally that has gotten rid of competing in sports at recess. Well, hey, uh, my wife's a,
4: a seventh grade teacher in Fairfax County. And I, and it's basically the same thing with the middle school teacher said. It's just, you know, she says since COVID, kids don't know how to act. It's, it's they don't know how to interact with each other. It's the same thing in the classroom. The Mm -hmm. behavior issues are off the charts now compared to what they used to be. And they had issues before, but he's also right. You can't react by something that's not going well to just say, well, we're not going to do it. You need to have these kids to teach them how to, how to deal with people and deal with each other because they're going to have to at some point. And if they don't do it now, you don't want them doing it at 22, 25 years old when they're going to, they're going to react in a, a much worse way. Angry, volatile,
2: potentially dangerous way. Yeah, it, it is scary to think about. So I hadn't really even confl- talked, thought about the COVID part of this. Oh, yeah. Kids were not around other kids for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. I've seen this in a different way. My kids are much younger, yep. right? You had kids that were not in school. My kids currently just turned uh, two, and my oldest turns four in March. I see in just interacting with other kids, though, preschool, where my daughter goes or whatever, that there, there are definitely things that are different than probably before in terms of communicational skills or just being around kids All and the ability to share and like, if that can be true at her age at three, what was the result and how did that materialize when you're ten or eleven? There so, probably are also some hurdles to overcome now from a ten year old.
1: Yeah, so my guys, my youngest is four now. Was two when it started. He's not the same maturity as a four year old that my oldest was at that same age. if That makes sense. Right? I know that was very conflating. Or confusing, rather. The point is, he's probably as mature as most three-year-olds as a guy that's almost five. Because he, he just wasn't around kids. Wasn't around other adults. Was just around mom. You know, and and, and want to disrupt bro's stay-at-home schools, uh Zoom calls that he was on. We had to log on to Zackle and Zirkel and Sporkle and Torkelson and all sorts of other crap every day. You leave
2: day. Spencer Torkelson out of this. I just wish he would fulfill the promise. That he I had would a tough year with the Tigers. Just man. hit the ball over the fence, Spencer. So if, if we're agreeing then, a couple of people have said, yes, the students are, are doing a worse job basically with conflict management. The last caller said what you believe and what I believe to yeah. be true, which is, Okay, then we have to figure out a way to help students better deal with conflict. How do we do that? And I, I'm i completely ignorant on this. And mm-hmm. I said, ignorantly, then we need more people out there. We need more teachers or volunteers or whatever. And the guy who called in is probably right. No one volunteers to help at the bake sale. There's, no one's yeah, coming there's a to recess.
1: National teacher shortage. There's, so, you know, volunteers then, then are hard to find. How do we thread the needle? I don't know.
2: Then if if, if it's not more staff, which he's right, it's like finding like nurses right now and teachers. It's all there. There are fields where people are at their wits end and don't get paid enough and and get overworked. It's hard to recruit at this moment. I'd imagine with that backdrop, how do we get to a point where then we can? The, the last caller said, "Well, we just got to teach these kids. How do we do that? I, it sounds like people are trying pretty hard."
1: Yeah, I think I think you got to let them go through it, man. Now well, more than ever. What does that
2: mean, though? You got like, you, get into fights, or well, uh,
1: unfortunately, like I, I'm not sitting there advocating for for violence or anything terrible, but it's right. like, you know, I it, this this is it, they missed two years of development.
2: Basically, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven is the number on Grant and Danny.
0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your
1: free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela. Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey.
3: Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: On this very recently was Mantua Elementary, I guess it is, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, in Fairfax. Let's go to Andre, who's in Manassas on Grant and Danny. What's up, Dre? Hey,
4: gentlemen. So here's the problem, and I'll let you guys know what the problem is 100%. It's video games. Now, I played games when I was a kid, played them forever. The difference is the, the games today, and when we were a kid, Danny, was that if you were playing, you know, Lakers versus Celtics and the NBA players, you were there with your boys in the room, and if you're getting your ass handed to you, you had to deal with it. You had to man up. <laughs> there was nothing you could do. You couldn't go anywhere. Every now and today, then, I would get up and games, turn
2: off the uh, turn off the console, and, and you would just get worn out for it. I mean, and I you might hit that get reset beat up button, it, but yeah, that's tough when, but, when you're getting with, you're down twenty six nothing. With, you got to hand the sticks over.
4: With today, you. There's something called rage quitting. You're down 26-9 in the first quarter. You turn the game off and you find some dude to play in Ecuador. The problem is with these video games, and, again, I don't want to sign the old man, but I see it in my own boys. They rage quit. They rage quit all the time. So you're you you've never forced to wear that L on your on your face. You're never forced to deal with it. You get in an uncomfortable situation. This guy has a two-zip lead in, you know, in a soccer match. You turn off the game. And so what I've learned with my kids is, you know, hey, no more rage quitting. I know I'm going to take the video game for you. If you're going to lose, you're going to lose 100%. The problem is, you're not there as a parent. I mean, my father wasn't there in the room with me all playing the games. And as parents, we're not there as our kids. So we're not seeing this phenomenon rage quitting. All advice I can give to you anybody out there as an parent or about to be a parent, you got young kids. I'm not saying not to give them video games, but be mindful of the rage, quitting, and definitely, definitely enroll them in sports from the youngest of age, two, three, wrestling, football, soccer, something where they have to deal with the struggle. Because only when you go through a struggle, you become stronger at it. And the issue, like I said, is, is the modern-day video game making is making life too easy for kids. So, again, my Extra. kids
2: are much younger, but my wife is babysat and nannied, mm-hmm. and I mean, I've been around enough little kids to know there is a, a – a lot of quitting, you know, what you're doing. Yes. Like, oh, he, he tried. I'm like, hey, how's he doing in baseball? Yeah, he tried, but uh, we're not doing it anymore. I just remember, and this is so anecdotal, and, and this is probably even just dumb of me to say, comparing my situation to anyone else's, but if I would have told my dad I was quitting the sport, he would have said, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not, dude. Like, dad, I, I just, the coach said I'm not going to play. Or I had a bat. you know, I gave up three runs, or I walked the bases loaded I just I don't want to go to the game today. Practice is on Wednesday. Get in the car, man. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, there wasn't this wasn't a conversation. It was just me saying, "Here's what I want." And my dad saying, "Get in the damn car." Yeah, so I think
1: what <laughs> Dre's talking about to me is more of a microcosm than it is this, the the actual root cause. There there is not as much consequence before, right? Where if you leave something and the easiest way to do it is the is the non-personal interaction of, you know, logging off a Roblox game or hitting reset on the Madden or or whatever, right? That's a microcosm of it, but the general thing of you don't have to see things through because we don't want you to feel bad, that's absolutely a thing. That is something we encounter all the time, and we struggle with it, right? Because it's a path of least resistance for us as parents, I, I'm, I'm totally guilty of it. I had all these ideas. We, we're not going to let our kids on devices for hours at a time.
2: You're going to well, eat the same thing for yeah, dinner. That yeah, enough gonna temper eat.
1: tantrums have happened where we just, and we're both so exhausted, it's just fine, fine,
2: just do it. And and that's not great. Rich and only says, wish I could call in. At least shocking news ever 11 and 12 year olds are overly competitive and need help regulating emotions. The takeaway sports is not the answer. This isn't an answer. This is giving up. Uh, our bot guy, Richmond John, says, we're working on this now. And having the same issues, it sounds like, in the special needs disability space, he says the answer generally is to allocate more money and resources to education. Let's go to Dominic, who's in Ohio, on Grant & Danny. Hey, What's Dom? up,
5: Tom? Hey, boys. Thanks, as always, for taking the call. Uh, yeah, when I heard this, I was just like, oh, my God, what what is going on? But, uh, and, you know, I kind of boil it down, as you guys were just touching on, is, and, and let me preface this by saying, anybody that claims to know how to parent someone else's kids is full of s and it's the most annoying thing in the world that being said i got a five-year-old and a two-year-old and we beat them at stuff we play board games we play mario kart we play whatever you have to beat your kids at stuff so that they understand that losing isn't wrong it's not something that they're going to like and they're going to throw a temper tantrum about it but that's where learning comes from it's our job as parents to educate our kids that you are going to lose in life. And yes, the temper tantrums suck. Eat it. Deal with it as a parent. <laughs> it lasts two minutes, and then you get through it. They're not going to learn on the very first try either. You're going to deal with that temper tantrum over and over and over again. But don't let them win all the time. Pick something that you are just going to dominate them at. Play Mario Kart. Be Luigi and wreck them. And... Teach them. This is how I did it. This is how I did it. Get them better. Make losing learning because that's how they grow. That's how they become functional adults.
2: Dominic's like dropping the uh, the shells behind him. <laughs> so he's, he's spinning out the kids. Appreciate the call, buddy. It's Look, I, I think that's a, a strong opinion and it may have some merit. Um, what about this uh, idea? Of, they should always exercise and play on the playground. Keeping scores are playing. They're not playing winner stays on... In an inclusive environment, anyway, no real winners or losers.
1: Listen, if you can get a kid to do twenty burpees and fifteen, you know, uh, uh, mountain climbers and twenty push-ups, God bless you. The rest of us are just going to take what we can get, right? That they're not sitting in a dark room, but, but not the talking point to anybody. Being,
2: if you're shooting hoops, if you're kicking the soccer ball, you're just not allowed to play the sports. They're still getting that exercise.
1: I mean, they're not. I mean, they're they're sitting, standing idly by, waiting around like it's in gym class. If you're out there
2: playing, you're getting the work. Is this going to become something that happens all over the place? Or is this fleeting? Is it not worth being overly concerned about? Maybe it's just a few schools and it's only a short-term thing. 800 1067 We can wrap up this conversation and uh, get back to it in the big sports stories of the day before we get out of here at 630 on the fan. Oh, oh.